This is Donnie Tuttle, the Sell Anywhere trainer, coach, and practitioner. Welcome to the only podcast designed for the remote sales professional and the remote leader, helping you live with more joy, more freedom, and more productivity. We believe that your talent is not limited to your zip code and that you can build the life that you want while selling from anywhere. What's up, Sell Anywhere listeners and purpose-driven people? I am on today with someone that I met through the wonderful engine of LinkedIn because, wow, it's interesting how many people out there believe the same stuff that you believe. And she's been putting some great stuff out there. We've made some wonderful connection, and I felt like you really needed to hear about the one and only Amber Khan. And Amber, before you, welcome to the show, by the way. And before you tell us what you do, yeah, what do you love, Amber? Oh, uh, well, I, I actually love working with um, people who, who are into, you know, who, who are doing or working on giving projects. And that's what I love doing, love supporting them. I, you know, so I love speaking on their behalf. I love um, fundraising for them. Um, and uh, and not, of, uh, not all of it, or probably majority of it comes from money. It's, you know, I don't make a dime from, from that, but uh, um, I, I passionately love supporting um, such projects, ideas, and businesses. Love it. And listen, sometimes we wander this earth for all of our lives before we realize who it is that we love. And you realized, Amber, that you loved purpose-driven leaders. And that was the it was one of the bigger connectors, like right for us. Exactly. And you helped yes. in a very specific way. So can you tell me why purpose-driven leaders for you? And then what, what is it that you do to augment and help these purpose-driven leaders? Yeah, sure. I mean, for me, the answer is very simple. Why purpose-driven leaders is because that's who I want to connect with. These are the kind of people I feel that, uh, that uh, whose values align with mine. And I don't want to work with, um, uh, with people who cannot understand, uh, you know, where, where our values lie, where we come from, and uh, what we value most in this world. And it isn't really money. You know, money comes as a result of it, yes. Um, but that is not uh, at the forefront. And, and so I wanted to, you know, for that reason, I want, wanted to specifically work with such people who have the same philosophy um, as myself, you know, um, because otherwise uh, it, it wouldn't work out. The relationship would go sour. And what's the point? Um, so I, I decided that I want to only work with such leaders. Um, and um, I currently help uh, purpose-led leaders who are creating a meaningful, uh, who are solving meaningful problems in the world, let's put it that way, stand out, reach more, and convert big using their existing content. But most importantly, the thing that I'm most proud of is that when uh, someone invests in their company's future through our work, um, they're also creating a meaningful change in the world because each month they choose to continue working with us it helps us provide safe space and support for children in crisis for another month. Mm. 
So you're not just looking for those people. You are one of those people. I love it. Now, there's, there's a freedom that you said there, and I want to I reflect this to my sales people who are out there. And I don't know if, if, if they picked up on it, but I'm, gonna, I'm going to reflect back to where you said um, that you, when, you, when you realize those, those were your people, that's, that's who you serve. But that also by, by default means that there are others that you don't really serve. And so, Amber, the freedom that you're a fit for some people, but not for everyone. Can you, can you talk about that? Because I, I notice you, it, it, it feels like that's a freeing place for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I mean, it's simple and uh, that it's, it's sort of marketing basics as well, because, you know, if you, if, if you associate or if you, let's say, if you, when you start with what you believe in, when you share your philosophy, you will attract um, people who believe in the same and you will detract those who, who do not believe in it. So automatically you, you will cut uh, off people who don't like what you're saying or what you stand for and don't believe in. And those are exactly the kind of people you don't want to work with because they, they will always be clashes um, and uh, the business relationship will never work out. Um, and in fact, they may, even if you do end up doing business with them, um, it will become a, a grinding chore instead of actually enjoying what you do. Um, and so, if, you know, it, it's a simple, I, I always say to other young uh, entrepreneurs I speak to is that this is where you want to start off, off because we can't help everybody. We cannot be a jack of all trades. So to figure out who, who you want to work with and, and who are the right people you want to attract, just share your philosophy with, with the wider world. And, and, and in today's age, we live in the social media world. That's the best way to share a philosophy with. And then we start to attract the kind of people who believe in the same philosophy. Uh, and it just, you know, the, uh, it starts from there, basically. Mm. So, um, and, and so I'm hearing, I'm hearing the marketing guru speak out because like, and I, and I love that idea. And I want you to maybe to take us into how that would practically look, Amber, because I know that you, um, being the person you are and knowing all of the things that you know in marketing, that didn't happen by you going and getting some degree. It happened because <laughs> you, you became an entrepreneur and realized that you also had to be a marketer. Can you, can you tell us about that journey and maybe some of the biggest lessons you've learned there? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, I, you know, I started this journey almost uh, probably, I don't know, some 15 years ago or something. And I, and I didn't just start off knowing this is exactly what I want to do. It was a roller coaster of the journey. I started uh, so many different ventures um, um, and faced a lot of obstacles as, as well. But because of the journey that I went on, um, I learned some critical lessons. Um, you know, first being that even though some of the ventures didn't pan out or I killed them before they became my liability, uh, but do I regret stopping them? Absolutely not, because not everything you do will work out uh, or will have the end you desire. But if you learn to enjoy the process, that is the journey itself, it will teach you life lessons you couldn't have learned at an MBA school. You know. And um, secondly, I believe you don't have to, this is just a, another one of the lessons I learned um, on my journey is that you don't have to have a coach or be part of a mastermind to take your idea off the ground. 
uh, those are just lies. Yes, they may help you propel once you are at the stage where you can make that investment to go to the next step. But at the beginning stages, all you need is self-belief and a couple of supporting people, be it family or friends, that's all. Mm. Um, not hustle, not money, not masterminds, but simply self-belief. Mm. Um, and lastly, I would say that, uh, you know, you are a marketer no matter what business you are in. As a small business owner, no matter what you do, what you sell, um, what types of products or services you create at the end of the day, if you cannot market or sell your product, you don't have a business, period. So all of the small business owners start off as being marketers. The roles and responsibilities may change as the business grows, but that's the hat you absolutely need to wear in the initial status of starting and growing in your business. That's what uh, I believe in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you, if you don't have any sales coming in, uh, you basically have a hobby. <laughs> like we, we, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> all right. What do you feel like, like you, you see people doing it, you coach people, you speak on this stuff all the time. What, what do you see people doing wrong, whether it's on social media platforms or just in other ways? Like, what are the top things that most of us are getting wrong? Uh, I think a, a lot of us still do, even though it's, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, a lot of marketers, a lot of business um, experts talk about this, but still I see a lot of people get this wrong is that they start talking about what that, you know, which is their product or service instantly um that's the first thing they do or they may start talking about um the how uh, which is you know this is the lesson you know uh, how do you do this how do you do that which is good of course we need to share our knowledge right but before we do that because there's so much information out there in the world right there's so much choice right now for somebody who's starting off and who's looking um for a resource to learn from there's so much information so how are you are going to stand out, right? Why would they come listen to you or to your information that you're putting out there? So before we do that, we need to share a why. We need to share a philosophy. We need to share what we stand for, what we value and what we stand against, you know? That's how you create a following. Before we even go into share or tell them, oh, this is how you should do this, this is how you should do that, or this is my product, buy it, right? All the people, I think people get this sequence wrong. Um, they, they, uh, and, and a lot of people, myself included, initially I got it totally wrong, totally wrong. And I couldn't understand, you know, why, why, why am I not able to sell um, this product or uh, my services? It's, I, I, it's so damn good, you know? <laughs> Everybody believes that their products and services are so damn good. <laughs> but, it, it, but the fact was that I was also missing out on, on the fact that I didn't share my philosophy for people to understand who is this person? Why should we actually do business with her? Why, you know, why her and not somebody else? So, I mean, that, that's what I see the biggest mistake that people still making, especially in the online world. So, so share your philosophy first and, and all yeah. right, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to back up and I'm just going to think like, like some of the people who are, who are out there and they may, they may either, they may not know where their philosophy fits or they may not even know what that is. And so I'm, I'm going to ask you to maybe help us to figure out, first off, how can we find what, what our belief and our philosophy is? And then once we have that, then how do we how do we how do we get it out there? How do we market with with that? 
practically? So it's, it's very simple. People talk, complicate this too much. It is very simple and it comes from self-reflection. You know, we all, obviously, if we don't self-reflect, we're not going to get there. We're not going to figure out um, what our values are and what, um, what we stand for. And it's basically, uh, you know, upon self-reflection that we get to see, okay, what, you know, what is my opinion on life? Just, just your, your take on life, your take on life. What is my opinion on certain issues in life? What is my opinion on parenthood? What is my um, uh, opinion on starting a business? What is my uh, opinion on uh, what's happening around the world? You know, what's um, my opinion about politics? Maybe if that's what your, that's where your interest lies. So it's, it's just about gathering your thoughts, your thoughts on all of it, right? And, and then sharing it with the world because obviously everybody has their own ideas and opinions and their take on life. And which also means that you're not going to appeal to everyone, but that's the whole idea. Yes. That by sharing these ideas, you attract a certain kind and detract from others. Yes. And they become your followers. They yeah. become your loyal fans. You know, they become your connections, the people who, who would, you know, who would hang out with you, who would uh, communicate with you and eventually uh, end up buying from you. Um, and, and that's why I, I say to people, do not overcomplicate this. It's just very simple. Share your thoughts and beliefs, your, your, um, your struggles, uh, because, you know, everybody struggles. So nobody's life is perfect. So you cannot portray that picture, you know, you know, of, you know, hey, look at my million dollar house and, and my Ferrari. This is what I got from uh, selling what I, uh, what I sell. Um, but also share your struggles because people want to see, uh, you know, people connect with vulnerability and authenticity. Uh, um, and that's where we have to start from. Um, a lot of people uh, think that it's unnecessary, but, but if you don't, then it would be very hard to create a following. What's up, you wandering slayer of sales? Hey, listen, if you know anything about me, you know that I am a teacher and I believe in sharing experience, right? That's what this whole podcast is about. Well, I've actually taken all of the best stuff from the people I've interviewed on this podcast and other places and all of the people I've coached around the world and my own experience. Listen, two and a half years of bumping my head and doing it wrong finally gave me a formula that helped me to be able to not only go out there and crush my schedule when my office was only a 10 feet commute, <laughs> but also to be more effective than anyone else that's out there. Listen, if you can sell anywhere, you can sell everywhere. And so this is a course for a mastery of those who are without an office or those who are aspiring to be without an office. So go ahead and go over to donnytuttle.com right now and you're going to see right there in the uh, in the header there you're going to see some information about the new sell anywhere course and guess what you get the first one for free so go check it out right now donnytuttle.com and now back to the show okay 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 so so it's not people what you're saying is they're like i'm hearing that they're not they're not attracted to you being perfect at everything yeah. Uh, because no. we all know that's fake anyway, right? Yeah, but exactly. but if if we're real, um, then 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 real people are also drawn to that. And by the way, that's who signs 
real signatures, <laughs> right? People who buy with real money are real people yes. too. And exactly. But being being able and being willing to see things with, um, I've got to tell you, like I I do remember that. And sometimes I still, I would say I still, I, I can, I come against that, right? It, you've got to be, you've got to have a mindset of abundance and not, not like there are limited resources, meaning you, like, you've got to be willing to say no in your mind yeah. to, to certain people to be able to do that. And that I think is sometimes that can be a barrier. Wouldn't you say for, for people to cross of saying, well, but I want to serve everyone, but by serving everyone, do you think that we're serving no one? Oh yes, yeah. I mean, and that uh, that is a barrier actually for for majority of the people starting out. Um, I think I I can probably say that a hundred percent of the people I spoke to um, when they were in their starting off journey, it, they said the exact same thing. When you ask them who do you serve, um, and they'll be like everybody because everybody needs my services, everybody needs my product, everybody needs my services. And which is so not true. I mean, we can just look at all um, all the brands that we use around us. The you know, like the technology that we use or the clothes that we wear from certain brands. Not everybody uses you know the same brands, whether it's to, uh, when it comes to clothing, the food that we eat, or the technology that we use. It's because we we are attracted to certain philosophy um, or value about that. Uh, brand that makes us buy their products or, or services. So, uh, and and for smaller companies, for people just starting out, it's even more necessary because we are nobody. You know, when we're starting off, we're nobody. Nobody knows we exist. Uh, nobody knows that, about our products and services. And there are already hundreds of other products and services out there similar to ours. So how do we stand out? How do we stand out? You know, you don't want to be the cheapest in the market. You can't just if you want to go down that route, very expensive route and probably not going to last very long. Um, but other than that, if you don't, don't want to do that, the only other way to stand out is by sharing your philosophy and which would mean that you are only going to work with a, you know, a niche um, of, of a niche group of people rather than everybody. And as soon as uh, you start building that following, you will realize it yourself that actually I do not help everybody because when you start, when you will start to look at the kind of people who are, uh, who are engaging with you, you will realize that they have something in common and they have something in common with you and it won't be everybody. Mm. Yeah, I've been, uh, been reading a book called Blue Ocean Strategy that was recommended by mm. a recent guest. Are you familiar with that? And, oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and, and one of the things that uh, that the author says in, in the book that's just stuck in my brain is like you're not going to thrive if you only present yourself as as being the competition. You're you're going to thrive when you are able to show yourself as an alternative. And so what you're what what you're like it's almost like what you're saying is that your personality and in who you are and what you believe is is really a part of determining what the alternative, what, what alternative is that, that you're presenting. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's, you know, it's about, you know, uh, you know, people have a lot of choices uh, in the day and age that we live in and, and it's on their fingertips, you know, if they, they can just go to Google to search for your competitors. Um, 
So, and everybody will be doing that. So the only way to, for you to come up first in their mind is that you have to show up first, right? Show up first. That's the only way that they're not going to end up going to Google and search for, okay, who else is doing this? They may still do when it comes to actually buying a product and service. But the point is that when you show up, you are um, in front of their uh, mind. So every time they think about a specific uh, topic that you talk about, that they heard about it from some, someone, or they're interested in that topic, um, your name will come up first. They'll probably then go to Google and search for with your name or your brand, right? And, and that's what we want to do. We want to show up so that people start associating um, us with a certain topic, certain niche, certain expertise, certain philosophy. Um, and, and when we do that, the, uh, the competition becomes irrelevant. Mm, mm. So take us here, Amber. Uh, a lot of us, like there, there are many of us who put out content, right? We have podcasts, we have videos, we have mm -hmm. blogs, we have all of those things. But you actually believe that it's that we can do more by doing less, that, that a lot of us have already produced what uh, would draw others to us, but maybe that's not being visible. Um, what, what, what can we do to, to bring more visibility to something that we've created? Maybe we've spent a lot of our time, effort, money, and energy creating, and then nobody has seen it. What, what can we do with that? Yeah, so uh, I mean, a lot of people make this mistake. They think that uh, when they create something awesome, uh, you know, uh, people will, you know, will, 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 you know, come running to it, you know, flocks of people will, you know, will, will, will find it and they'll use it, but that's not actually the case. And it doesn't go to say that your, whatever content you created, it's not good. It's probably awesome. You probably put your blood, sweat and tears into it, you know, in the shape of podcasts, videos or blogs, whatever. But, you know, we, we create it and then, we, you know, we put it up on the website or the podcast itself or on YouTube channel. And we think, okay, now, you know, traffic will come. People will come find it. They will find it. And, and, and then they'll get to know uh, uh, what I'm talking about or what I stand for. Um, but it often, what happens, we all know that on social media, the, the content cycles are very, very um, limited. For example, Instagram, I think a post lasts. I don't know, a few minutes or an hour and it disappears. LinkedIn is 24 hours. Um, Facebook is, uh, I don't know, maybe another eight hours and so and Twitter is just seconds. So, you know, the content disappears um, um, and, and very quickly on social media. So even though we, we created this awesome content and we think we put it out there, uh, but actually um, it disappears within minutes and maximum 24 hours. And, you know, in, uh, on average, um, on all the social media platforms. And what we need to be doing is that, you know, once we've created that awesome content, don't let it go to waste, you know, squeeze every drop of juice out of it. And mm -hmm. how do you do that? Well, well, you make sure that you use that awesome piece of content in many different ways on various different social media platforms that you're on. Um, and, and, give it to people in the format that they like to consume. So for example, Instagram is mostly image-based, right? Now they've got videos, the IGTV uh, as well. Um, so they like, the audience there prefers to um, 
consume the content in image format mostly. They don't look, read much text, text and stuff. Whereas LinkedIn, uh, it actually is a lot about text and sometimes image or video doesn't even really matter that much. Um, Facebook, again, uh, videos, images do very well, text not so much. Um, but again, all of these uh, platforms have their own formats. You know, Facebook, two minute videos work, anything longer. Um, the research has proven that, um, uh, uh, you know, your uh, people are not interested in, in viewing content uh, over two minutes long. Whereas YouTube you, uh, is uh, good for long uh, uh, content, long piece of content. So videos ranging for, you know, five minutes to 30 minutes or 40 minutes do very well. Uh, Twitter is just a few characters. I don't know, I, I don't use Twitter, so I think I'm not sure it's 180 characters or something like that. So you have to make sure that you uh, put the content that you have produced in ways that is consumable um, uh, on each platform um, and uh, again and again. So not once, it's about sharing it many, many, many times and different pieces from it. So it's not like saying um, uh, that, oh, I've, uh, or you go on Facebook and say, hey, uh, people, I have written this awesome blog post on how to lose uh, 10 uh, kgs in, in the next month. Go check it out, right? Okay, when you do that, you've done it once. Now, next time, what are you going to do? Are you going to say the same thing again? Because, you know, this, this, um, the, that post will disappear within 24 hours. Now, a week later, you want to drive traffic to the same content. You want more people to see it, right? What are you going to do? Are you going to do the same thing? Hey, everybody, I've written this blog post. Come and check it out. It's not going to work. It's repetitive. It doesn't make sense. It's, and it doesn't give value, right? The whole idea is that we want to share the value from the content that we've produced on social media and through that, get more eyeballs on our content. Okay. So, so take me through this one, Amber. Let's just say, let's just use a podcast, for example. Right. Obviously, a yeah. uh, 30 or 40 minute podcast doesn't work on really any of those platforms like it's on yeah. its own, but but it can be it can be parceled out and um, and all of those things can be it, it can create value on these different platforms. Of course, that does create time, uh, you know, or, or it uses time rather um, yeah. like what, what should someone be doing with let's just say they, they have a podcast. What should they be doing with one episode of that? So let's, if you have a podcast, and usually podcasts are between 30 minutes to an hour long, that's a long piece of content. And what you should be doing is instead of just saying, uh, you know, on social media, hey, I just interviewed so-and-so, hey, check out this new episode right here. What you should be, uh, what podcasters should be doing is, is slicing and dicing that piece of content um, into many uh, different valuable uh, pieces that they can share on social media. So, so knowledge nuggets, you know, I like to call them knowledge nuggets. Um, uh, so, you, you know, all that uh, valuable uh, knowledge or advice that's been shared on that uh, podcast, your guest uh, who shared it with you, now it's time to slice and dice it into small pieces of content that can be easily consumed on, on majority of the social media platforms. And that means that from one piece of content, you can create multiple pieces of content to share on social media, which all of them drive traffic to the same original piece of content. That's the beauty of it, that from one long piece of content, you share multiple, you create multiple pieces of content 
and then share them at different times on different platforms while all of them drive traffic to the same piece of content, which, which is what you want to do, right? You want more eyeballs on, on that piece of content, on that episode or, uh, uh, or all of your episodes. You, you want people to look um, at those um, knowledge bites on social media and say, hey, actually, I would like to know more. That, that sounds very interesting. Let's go listen to the full uh, episode. And then you drive traffic to the original content. Mm. Love it. Love it. Love it. So the, take, take me here. So like I'm, I'm looking and let's just say, let's just say someone is trying to get to the level. Like I know that you do these things for people. And by the way, there is a huge reason for people to not be taking on the burden of these things alone. It, it's, and I can tell you just from personal experience as someone who's functioned in this world, um, the right confessions of Donnie is that it, it the, even though you know how to do things, it doesn't mean that you always are going to do them because it's, it, it, it's going to compete for your time. So for, for instance, um, maybe you're in the middle of producing a large project like I am. And then in the middle of all of that, you're not, you're not putting out the knowledge nuggets, as you say, or you're not putting out, you, you have all of these things that are ready to go, but you're not doing it. So you know how to do it. You're not doing it. And so that's where someone like Amber can come along and help you to do it. So, because the reality is, is when you're absent from any of these social media platforms, they're not very forgiving, are they? No, no, exactly. It's all about consistency, unfortunately, on social media platforms. Um, because uh, any, if you're not consistent, um, none of those algorithms work in your favor. That's how it is uh, on all media platforms. That you have to be consistent. Uh, with uh, you know, with your messaging, um, with whatever you're putting out there, and it's not just one type of content. People uh, want to see, uh, you know, not only the what I uh, spoke earlier about, not only the how-to content, the educational stuff, but also who you are, what you do. You know, maybe uh, um, uh, some engagement posts about, you know, you share your day with your family, and then also about what uh, what you do, what you sell. So. It, but it's about staying consistent because if you don't, unfortunately, algorithms will not work in your favor. People won't find you and you won't be able to sell your product or service. Mm. Mm. So, so take me here. Let's just, let's just imagine that I'm, I'm someone who um, I'm not getting the attention that I want, right? I've, I've figured out my philosophy and I want to begin sharing it and I haven't, let's just say I, have, I, I haven't and I'm not. What are the, like, give me like the, the down and dirty beginning, beginner's tactics of the things that everyone should be doing right now. So I, I would say focus on one platform first because every platform works in a different way. Um, and by, by working in a different way, I mean they're designed um, uh, to engage with people in different formats. So it, you have, instead of going in then when you're starting off and learning all of all uh, about all of those platforms start with one because it's a lot of work just focus on one so if linkedin is your ma um, major platform because maybe you sell b2b so i would say linkedin is the perfect place to start for some other businesses especially if you sell physical products or courses then facebook is a better platform to start off with so choose your platform first one one platform and and then you learn about okay 
what works on that platform. So let's say if we say LinkedIn, because you and I met through LinkedIn, um, if, we, uh, if we're talking about LinkedIn, on LinkedIn, before you even posted anything, or let's say you're struggling to figure out what kind of content you want to share, you just start engaging with others. And it works beautifully on LinkedIn. You have to comment. Uh, for, firstly, you have to connect with the people you want to connect with who have your audience, um, the influencers in your niche. You want to follow them, connect with them, and engage with them. Engagement is the key on all platforms, actually. Engagement is one thing which is common on all platforms. You have to engage uh, with the influencers, with people uh, you want to be, uh, be connected with because they have your ideal audience. You have to uh, consistently uh, engage with them in the form, form of commenting and sharing your piece, uh, your knowledge as well. So it's not about, you know, let's say you follow uh, an influencer like, say, Simon Sinek, you know, uh, and um, you, you follow him and you uh, read up his content or watch his videos and maybe just click on like, right? Okay, if that's good, but it's not uh, helping you because you're not showing up anywhere, right? Until you comment with, uh, uh, with a valuable uh, information, a valuable comment, which means something rather than say, oh, I love your content. Or, oh, that's good, right? Mm -hmm. when, when you share your response, what, uh, what you got from watching that content or reading that blog, what was your takeaway? Or if you have a question for that influencer, right? Yeah. That shows up in the comments, that shows up and people see it, right? They say, oh, who is this guy? Hey, he's mm -hmm. constantly showing up. Every time I read a post from Simon Connect, this guy's always there. Like he's always commenting, what is going on, right? You start, when you show up, people start to notice you. And then what happens is that people uh, who see you, they then want to connect with you. Um, and if, even if they don't, I would say you should be connecting with, uh, with, such, uh, with those people who are also com commenting on the same influencer's uh, profile. Um, and that's how you increase your reach because the more people who like the similar sort of content um, uh, get connected, they comment on each other's um, posts. Uh, you, uh, it expands your reach on that social media platform. And what happens actually is that um, let's, when we're talking about influences uh, becoming prominent on an influences uh, post, uh, people start liking uh, who follow the same post or same influences. They start liking your comments. And what happens? You when you get enough, um, uh, would you say? Uh, you're showing up, you're becoming more visible, your comments start to be, uh, come at the top of uh, their comments list. If you've noticed in, in LinkedIn, uh, it shows up those comments first, which, uh, uh, which are most liked or uh, by the other commenters or by the, the person who posted it, uh, him or herself. So you, you, the more people get to see your comments, uh, and what happens is that those people would now start to see your own posts. The, whatever now you start to share on, uh, on LinkedIn, they will get to see in their feed as well. Because we have to understand that not everybody is going to see your post. That's how, you know, there are millions of people on LinkedIn and uh, maybe you are connected to hundreds of thousands, a couple of thousands, but uh, not everybody uh, uh, that is connected to you is going to see that post. Only those you have engaged with or uh, 
they have engaged with you or they have seen you um, on somebody else's uh, uh, post, uh, they are the ones who will probably get to see you or start seeing you in the newsfeed, in their feed, and then they'll start engaging. And that's how you uh, basically increase your reach um, on LinkedIn. Amber, thank you for putting social back into social media. <laughs> this is not, too many people say, <laughs> oh, I'm going to put a billboard here, or I'm just going to give my sales message here or whatever. But the reality is, is yeah, you need to show up as authentic. But one of the easiest yeah. places to do that is, and, and I, you know what, I, I'm, I'm just going to say this right now. Like someone, pause it right here. Go, go do this. Go to LinkedIn. And you can search content. You can search people who are using terms that, are, that matter to you. So for me, one of the ones that matter and actually where I found you is when yeah. I, did, I did purpose. I typed yeah. in purpose in, into, the, into there. That's a, it's a big deal to me. And then when I saw that, here's Amber. And I read this. I read that. I read some of like, and suddenly I find someone who thinks like I do. Her comments matter to me. My comments matter to her. And it's, it's just, it's, it's just really the most native way to begin a conversation of value. Now, like, like, I don't, this wasn't, this wasn't about business. This is just about connecting with people who believe the same things. And I believe by the way, that when we are, when we find our tribe, we, whoever has the most friends wins, like there's momentum in connecting with people who are similar to you. Because even if you don't do business with that person, which isn't really the biggest reason to do it, it's not, it's not super likely all the time. Often when you connect, they may know someone that might help you or you might know someone that helps them. And just like at the beginning of this call, I'm like, oh, I know someone that you need to meet, Amber. And to me, that's the value of creating the, like creating spark and, and frankly, just by doing relevant comments <laughs> not trying yeah, to create business exactly. but just commenting in a genuine way yeah absolutely because it's all about you know we if we start off from that mindset oh okay i only want to connect with that person if um uh, he or she uh wants to do business with me right if we start off that, with that mindset uh, that relationship isn't going to go anywhere right because uh, we're not starting from uh, uh the place uh of uh, giving value for it. We're not, we're not actually starting off from what we actually believe in because, you know, we, we value certain things, but we put, don't put them into action, um, a lot of us. And that's where, where things go wrong. When we, if, if we start off from the place that, you know, I, you know I, I, I've got something, uh, I've got knowledge, information in, uh, about certain topic or certain niche, and I, I, I want to share. I want to share it with the wider world. Um, and um, if I can help somebody along the way, great if uh, you know um if not then i still know that i'm you know i'm doing good you know i what i've learned i don't want to keep it wow. within me i want to share it with the wider world mm -hmm. and eventually those who believe in you um and trust you because you have shared your philosophies your values with them they, they're going to come you know it's, it's yes. in, in marketing world it's called the inbound marketing effect right because yeah. then people when you show up people start to see the kind of stuff you're putting out there and they're attracted to what you are saying right then they they come in they come to you for inquiries if they want something they come to you hey i was thinking about this would you be interested or hey i actually need uh, something doing could you help me out or hey i've got a podcast i would love to have you on my podcast so you know then then when you show up people start reaching you instead of you having to go out and look for them
So, so true and so cool. And here's the reality. There's plenty of business out there. There are plenty of opportunities. There are plenty of people who, who you will be a fit for. Just go make a friend. Go share what you believe. Go find others who believe the same thing and, and see how you can just go love on some people. Make a friend and watch what happens. I'm yes. telling you, this, this doesn't, sales becomes an act of war when you make it an act of war. But it can mm -hmm. be it can be an act of love, right? We can make this thing an act of love, and and it's uh, yeah, that, like to me, that's what hanging out with you is. Like, oh, I get to I get to hang out with a cool person. <laughs> that's why that's honestly <laughs> that's why I have a podcast. And um, well, I'm, I'm glad you think of me as cool. <laughs> I definitely do. I definitely do. So uh, obviously, uh, a big fan of the name Repurpose Den. Um, I'm, I'm I'm a fan of who you serve and. Amber, if you can, if you can give us maybe, maybe some, some parting words and, and maybe speaking to the people who are right now, they're locked in. We're in the middle, hopefully on the tail end of this COVID-19 stuff. And who knows that maybe this, maybe it comes back, maybe it doesn't, but there's, there's opportunity. There's opportunity to love on some people and to serve some people. And if you could maybe give us, give us a word of encouragement on the way out and Amber, tell us how we can connect with you. Okay, sure. Well, you know, I personally believe that now is the greatest time in history for purpose-driven leaders to build meaningful connections with like-minded people who believe in you, what you stand for, and what you can deliver using social media content. And it, the timing couldn't be more perfect. So I would say right now, you know, this is the time. Get on it. Make a commitment uh, and, and go for it. Don't Think too much about it. Don't overcomplicate this. Just you know, just just commit to it and, and and put it out there. Just 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 share you know whatever your personal stories, what you're going through. Just share it with the wider world, and and you will start to see the momentum build up. And and just take it from there. Now is the time to do so because we're all in a lockdown. Not much is happening. Um, and uh, all of us have got access to, you know, cameras and mics um, at home. Everybody is, uh, is on video calls these days. So, you know, just, just you know, if up, to, up until now you've been procrastinating about it, and, well, stop right now. This is the time. Commit yourself to this process and, and, and go for it. Love it. And where can we find you? Where do you want people to interact with you, Amber? Oh, sure. Well, um, best way to connect with me would be LinkedIn. Um, and if you, if you want to find out more about the repurposing content services, uh, they can check out repurposeden.com. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you know, you can reach out to me personally on, on LinkedIn. That'd be fantastic. And maybe read some of my stuff there <laughs> to find out more about myself. Um, but yes, that would be the best way. Thank you so much for joining us on the Sell Anywhere podcast where we believe if you can sell anywhere, you can sell everywhere and your talent is not limited to your zip code. Listen, this is not a one-way street. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you uh, on your ratings. Write me on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever you listen to us on. That helps me immensely. Do that now, but also reach out. Find us on sellanywhere.com and you can interact with us there on LinkedIn, on so many different places. I want to hear from you. What are your struggles? Who do you want on the show? What are things that you feel like I could help you to solve? I love you so much that I'm doing whatever I can 
to give value so that I can spend the rest of my life with you. So let me know what I could be doing to help you in your journey.